Welcome to Motivational Minute with Leanne Hilgers. And now, here's your host, Leanne Hilgers. Now, the truth about self-lying or conning yourself is that when we tell ourselves lies, we dramatically increase our adversity. When we tell ourselves lies, we dramatically increase the chances of not succeeding, of causing ourselves more problems. And we think we're just coping and we think we're trying to get through something and we're, you know, we're just getting, we're getting by, we're dealing with something until things get better, but the truth is we're actually making it worse for ourselves. So the, what we're doing is we're increasing our ad- adversity by causing internal dissonance. And what that means is deep down, we know what we are telling ourselves is not true. So we expend a lot of energy arguing with ourselves about what is right or what is wrong and trying to convince ourselves that our self-lies are true. So when we break a promise to ourselves, when we make promises to ourselves and then we break it, we're causing an internal dissonance. When we know we're lying to ourselves, you know, when we tell ourselves, this is okay, I'm okay with it, when you're really not okay with it, you're expending a lot of energy trying to convince yourself that it's true. You're expending a lot of energy trying to push that part of you that knows that it's not true aside. The second way that we're causing adversity is we're giving our fears and limitations increased power. The longer we procrastinate on what we want or realizing our dreams, the more power our limitations and fears gain. Let me say that again because that's really important. The longer we procrastinate on what we want or realizing our dreams, the more power our limitations and fears gain. We give power to our limitations and fears by supporting them with our self-lies. Another way that we increase increase adversity is self-lies move us farther away from what we want. We are giving attention and power and action and energy to what we don't want when we self-lie rather than what we do want. So therefore, those lies are getting power. Since we're more likely to accomplish what we want by giving our attention and power and energy and actions, but... We are doing this, we are giving these, our self-lies, all that attention and power and energy to our self-deception. We are more likely to accomplish them then, our, self-decep- our self-deceptions, than what we actually want. So if you change that and start giving your attention and power and energy and action to what you actually want, you will bring that into your life instead of what you don't want. Another way that self-deception or conning yourself or lying to yourself prevents us, increases our adversity is because it prevents us from bringing good things into our lives because we are not acknowledging the reality of the situation and therefore not able to move away from what we don't want into what we do want. So until you acknowledge the reality of it, You're not able to move into what you actually want. So what can we do? Well, first of all, let's think about how much we actually lie to ourselves. 
many of us do it all the time. Think about it. How often have you talked yourself out of something because you didn't want to make a scene or you didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings or you were avoiding rocking the boat? Think about how often we do that. So what can we do? Think about the situations that triggers you to tell yourself lies. So what situations motivate you to lie to yourself? When, when do you say things like, oh, I'll be OK, or I'll just have this piece of cake, or it's on sale, <laughs> or I'll just get back together with this ex just once, and it'll be fine? What situations cause you to increase deceiving yourself and making promises to yourself that you can't keep? So let's also look at what do you perceive as having a benefit? A benefit that is larger than, say, taking care of yourself, that would motivate you to choose to put your own self-knowledge or your own self-care aside. So why is it that you're choosing the other alternative that causes you to lie to yourself over choosing to take care of yourself? Do you see self-deception or self-conning as being kind to yourself, as cutting yourself a break like we were talking about, cutting yourself some slack? I'll just do this once. I'll just treat myself. But let's be clear. You know, we all need to treat ourselves, and we all need to pamper ourselves. But we need to do it in a way which is self-care, not self-detriment. For example, if you have to tell yourself it's OK to just have one more drink or to spend your savings on gambling, then maybe you can, should consider whether you are helping yourself or whether you're hurting yourself. Do you really believe that the lie will have a better outcome? And for whom? Consider that. In, in the long run, is it easier just to lie to yourself? Is it easier to continue to lie to yourself in the long run? Because you probably can't continue to do that for a really long time. So what if a friend or a loved one is doing something which you're not OK with, but you put up with it because it's temporarily easier? But what are the long-term consequences of this? Are you hurting yourself or other people, or maybe even your family members, by your inactions? What is the fear behind your choice? For instance, your fear may be of being wrong, or that you'll be perceived as being unlikable, or Maybe your fear is the security blanket. Maybe your fear will be that you're not OK if you let go of the thought processes. Maybe your fear is that if you just let go of, of this self-lying that you're doing, that you're not going to be OK. Because many people fear change. Many people really dislike change, and for good reason. It's work. In order to change, you often have to step out of your comfort zone, which is uncomfortable. Change often brings new and uncertain situations. Change brings in uncertainty of the unknown. Change can bring in feelings of intrepidation, insecurity, anxiety, nervousness, fear, worry, self-doubt. But the truth is, we can't predict the future anyways. We can say, we think this will happen, or this is likely to happen, but we don't have, we, can't, we don't know. We can't predict with 100% clarity what is going to happen in the future. So for example, let me just give you an example to illustrate this. When you get in your car, 
you have a goal as to where you want to go. You probably have an idea of the route you're going to take to get there, but things may happen on the way. There might be detours. There might be stops and starts. You don't know. You, do, you don't have 100% certainty every time you get in your car to be, but that you're going to arrive and how you're going to get there, but you can be relatively certain you will, in fact, arrive. There are things which are out of your control. You could get in an accident, or you could be surprised by the lack of traffic that's in your way. You just don't know. But what you do need to know is yourself and your skills and abilities. When you get behind the wheel of the car to drive, you know you have the ability to drive the car and handle the situations as they arrive. You know you have the ability to find, and sometimes eventually find, if you're in a new place, your way and arrive at where you need to go. Hi, everyone. This is Leanne Hilders. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. If you learned something or something helped you, tell us so we can bring you more of what you like. And thank you so much for watching our video. Check in with us. We'll keep bringing you the best tools and information to help you live your dream life. Stop wasting time. Get what you want. The guts to succeed. You've got it. That was Motivational Minute with Leanne Hilgers.